Hello, and welcome back to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today, we're going to be talking about a new movie called Girls Trip from Malcolm Lee, uh, the director of Best Man, Best Man Holiday, um, a couple other movies you probably Barbara seen. Shop, The Next Cut. Barbara Shop, The Next Cut. Uh, stars uh, Regina Hall, Tiffany Haddish, Jada Pinkett, Queen Latifah, Mike Coulter. Yeah, yeah Mike Coulter, a.k.a. Luke Cage. Um Lorenz Tate, uh, Kate Walsh is in it a little bit, and that's about it. There's some some singers, some famous people that appear as themselves, but they're not really in the movie per se. Um, and so I guess just to start, like I'm a huge fan of Best Man, Best Man Holiday. I made Josh watch him a couple months ago. I haven't watched Holiday yet. Oh, you haven't watched Holiday yet? I just, I, Best Man was on Hulu, so that was easy. You like Best Man know. though, right? Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so like I was pretty excited to see this. And it's been a couple of years, I think, since Malcolm came out with a movie. I think since Best Man Holiday, right? Did he yeah. come out with something? Well, he Barber Shop the Next Cut. It was last year. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, two years. That's fine. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, you saw this before me. You said it was pretty good. So I was pretty excited to see it. Uh, I liked it. I just – some of it was a little uh, – I, I feel like the tone was a little, like, changey too much for me maybe. But um, – I don't know. I mean, I I liked it. I just, I, I guess his other movies feel like they sort of resonate a little bit more, like with their message, than this one does. Well, I mean, it, it's it's definitely really traditional. Like, I I don't know if it like reached amazing heights, but I I, I, I wish you'd made it to Rough Night because it's it's interesting parallels and in that like it's yeah that one came out a month before and it's essentially the same thing with like girls getting away and then there's some inner conflict within them, but it's also sure. like a raunchy comedy and they have to have some yeah. serious conflicts amongst the girls. And, yeah. uh, I, I mean, like I, I kind of liked how the, the, the tone switch changed in this a little bit, but I also, I also like kind of saw it coming because I had seen yeah. rough night yeah, and I, for sure. and the pattern was familiar of like that, like the, a lot of funny stuff, but there's obviously stuff bubbling up on the side and then it erupts, but then like you make up and you're happy. Um, so it was a little predictable, but I definitely thought it was a better movie than that. And it just felt like there, the conflicts that it builds to were a little more earned than that movie. So, I mean, maybe if I hadn't been comparing it to something else like that and I automatically came out of it saying, wow, it did that better than that movie. Maybe, I, maybe I sure. wouldn't have liked it as much, but also maybe I would have <laughs> felt like it was not as familiar. It's not its fault that it yeah. was familiar. These movies were probably made at about the same time time yeah. um but i mean i don't know I, I just i just laughed a lot like even if i thought it was kind of familiar like if you if you make me laugh enough i'll say it's gonna overcome it's gonna it'll make me forgive other sure. things yeah yeah no i mean i don't i don't think it was bad i just i guess some of the like like you said it was really traditional like you could see basically everything coming from right like right away like they sort of tried to write this movie i feel like outside of stereotypes maybe just like because they're writing like these four girls that get to sort of like prosper and black womanhood and being away from men and sort of like doing their own thing in New Orleans and not being judged. Like if, you know, this is kind of like you said, it's just like four girls, raunchy comedy, and we don't see that very often. And but then they sort of paint, write themselves back into a corner by giving everyone a sort of like traditional role in like the group friendship thing. And and that sort of takes it away from me, like just like the conflict between Regina Hall and Queen Latifah is like, it, it's just there. And it, it feels like you've seen that before in like friendship movies, but well, then it's also from the moment you find out that she's famous and then she writes a struggling tabloid magazine or yeah. a tabloid online. Like, yeah. you, you know exactly where yeah, it's, it's headed when they're going yes, for a, a, yes. an exciting getaway. It's like, Oh, she's going to be tempted to 
publish something risque about her famous friend. Like before that even becomes a storyline, yeah. you know it's going to be a storyline. Yeah. Uh, so th- those are the little things that they they don't they're not like they don't make it a bad movie, but they sort of take away from the heights that the movie could reach. It sort of limits it. Um, and I'm not really sure that Luke Cage sort of has the brass to pull off the, like the role that they want him to be. Right. Like in, in the best, should that have been like Morris Chestnut playing that role instead of him? Yeah. Like someone like that. Right. Because I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. Did you feel that way too? I just didn't feel like he had the sort of like, I mean, I, I could, I, I, I could see a way in which that, sh- that guy should be slightly more charming. And yeah, like as like you could see him being like we, we I mean we're told and we're shown a picture of him uh, cheating on Regina Hall, but like we're not he doesn't come across as like a player type because you're not really seeing him. They're just shown together being like being photographed in media stuff and doing stuff, but like you're not seeing him having conversations in which you're like, oh wow, that guy is just so charming, and you could see him easily seducing a lot of women. He's sure. just Luke Cage, and he's super ripped, you know. Yeah, and he's a famous football player, yeah. but like, uh, and it sort of feels a little bit and ripped off from like Chestnut's character except, in the Best Man. Except that guy like has more personality. I'd say. Way more personality, yeah. which is, uh, but that's the thing, right? Is the Best Man is way more focused on Chestnut and Tay Diggs his characters, and Luke Cage's character here is a little bit more in the background of the four girls. So I can understand it being a little underwritten, I guess, but. Yeah, and it, it, uh, in Rough Night, they actually go back and they have like an all. Va- it's not. It's like probably eighty-five percent, fifteen percent, but the fifteen percent of it is like the guy's bachelor party, which is like comically okay. more tame, and sure. like it gets a couple of laughs out of that. But I actually think this movie benefits by maybe not spending that much time with the guys because it allows you to like Rough Night. You don't really know a whole lot about a couple of those girls, and uh, say what you will about some of the familiar beats the, the girls' trip hits, but like I, I feel like you have a very good sense of who each of those women are by the end for the most part. Yeah. Um, so like that has that going for it. And I think that it it allows them, like, you know, those characters so well that I don't think you have to, I don't think you have to rely on like, I mean, there are a few things that like, I, it didn't, it didn't need like that. Like the, the pee scene is just like the poop scene in bridesmaids, which I mean, yeah. like, I don't want people saying like, Oh, you're holding women to a double standard and saying that can't be disgusting. Like I'm at a point, like I, I might not have, I might have a higher tolerance for crude humor than you, but like whether it's a man or female, like I'm, I don't think I'm, I'm just, I just don't think I'm going to laugh at someone pissing on someone in a street, you know? That yeah. Much it wasn't, way. so it's it, like, it wasn't that funny. Plus it was in the trailer. So, so it's like, well, yeah. So, but like, I think the biggest laughs don't come from the stuff like that. It comes from like where you see just when, but you see Luke Cage come onto the screen and then you see Tiffany Haddish in the same scene, and like yeah. you, 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 and even though it's predictable, like you, you know, you know that person well enough that you just laugh because you know a funny reaction is coming from her. Sure. And, and like I appreciated that kind of thing. Like while predictable, like I, I enjoyed seeing that character do the stuff like that because she was funny enough in that role. And like th- yeah. those moments are more funny than just like the straight up like. Well, actually, I mean, like this some, is intended to be a joke scene. Well, a couple of those that. worked. I don't. I mean, like I mean, I guess we're kind of spoiling it but she does some stuff with some fruit that i laughed at more than like the pea thing because uh, it seemed a, okay it seems a little more uh seems a, a little more original i guess i'd say yeah. <laughs> sure yeah i i feel like i don't know i i think tim tim tiffany haddish's character maybe was a little bit overplayed in the sense of like it was it was super broad was but i so laughed over the it top was broad but i laughed i mean i couldn't help i still laughed at a lot of it yeah it like, she's funny she's funny i just think I feel like the value would have been a little more if she was a little bit less over the top. But 
uh, that was the point of her character is to sort of be crude and like I appreciated I really appreciated the like dynamic between her and Jada Pinkett like bringing out the like freak or whatever you want to call it and Jada yeah. Pinkett like yelling at her all this crude shit like I I thought that she was hilarious Jada was great Jada was great Jada was great and I think the movie sort of took maybe like 20 or 30 minutes to sort of build up I didn't really like the beginning of the movie like the intro was pretty lame. Um, but after, like, once they touched down in, in New Orleans, it was pretty good. Uh, trying to think what else there is about the to say. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, again, like, the thing is, this movie, relative to Malcolm D. Lee's other movies, they sort of all have this, like, you sort of feel, uh, I don't know what the word is, like, I feel satisfied when I get to the end of the movie that, like, the stuff that happened, I appreciate, and like the messages that the character, like the transformations the characters went through, and the struggles that they went through, like you can appreciate the like what happens at the end. And this movie, Regina Hall is supposed to be like this perfect woman, you can have it all, uh, relationship expert, blah blah blah. But it's we're we're just like told everything way more than we get to see it. Like we don't get to really see her doing like what her character is supposed to be doing what does your character do she's like the next oprah yeah. but like does she she's just like has a lifestyle brand I yeah guess. like i think she was really good in the role and she was like really charismatic about it but i just don't think the movie actually put her character like in like what her character's actual life would be a- enough does that make sense well like, i mean but like it's no one's in what their life would actually be because they're yeah. escaping she is supposed to be working while she's there she, and you yeah see doing, you see her doing a cooking show but aside from that like yeah. it's a getaway trip so yeah you're gonna be out like maybe maybe you don't need you maybe like you don't need that scene with at jada's house at the beginning because it's like we get it like yeah, she's, the but- she, she's the buttoned up serious one so instead you could have maybe just like you could have you could have like yada yada that in two lines to explain who she is and that perform her performance is good enough that she yeah. she conveys get, what she's like you get those jokes again later on when they're getting ready to go out the first night when she puts on the the little like tribal yeah. <laughs> skirt and whatever like so I, I guess maybe like at the beginning of the movie if they had short of sort of like given us maybe like five or ten minutes of like regina hall and luke cage sort of i, I guess they did do an interview there was like a radio interview or something, but I, I just needed a little bit more from her actual like character's life maybe to sort of, um, I don't know, just believe it more or like be more in tune with it. And like, can we talk about how like bad Queen Latifah's website design was? Like that was like really bad. Well, it's a failing website. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how like, I mean, maybe like she just didn't catch up with the times as the internet got a little more advanced, and then she hit it big early in the dot com boom, and therefore she had a very ridiculous apartment in Manhattan, and then it just uh, things went downhill. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so going back to something I mentioned at the beginning, like with the tone changes, I didn't really like the scene with the like absinthe and stuff where they all like drank the absinthe. Um, like that was like fifteen minutes of time where the characters are just like acting out and just for supposed to be for laughs but i didn't necessarily find and there's not really, and there's absolutely no consequence to it like you think it's gonna yeah, like ruin her exactly. chances to get that thing yeah. and it's like it ultimately doesn't really matter at all that they did that it's just i mean it's like just there for i mean comedy. like pl- plenty of movies have scenes where people are tripping but it did go on a little long i i, I would agree with that i mean i'm not sure exactly what i would have wanted that scene to be instead like i thought the dance scene was pretty great um at the club so, oh like, yeah, I thought that was really good too. Maybe you could have hung out more at that club and like had some interesting shots with like 
them circling the the mistress and or something like that or instead it's just like the mistress walks up and they start a fight like i, th- I mean those characters are funny enough that like y- you could have had like a, a, a f- extra five minute conversation there of of some sorts of them talking about what they were witnessing and all that yeah um, well, I, I thought that the um the what was the singer's name that uh Lorraine State Julian yeah 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 I thought that he was like a little bit he was like it was a little weird how he was like always in the right place at the right time just there with his car (laughs) I was like uh, well they did text him that one time they they sort of tried to like tie the loose ends saying they sent him like a drunk video and they didn't remember it oh right 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 um but yeah I I wish they would have explored that relationship more because like you get the last scene and they're at the concert and they're just like holding hands together and like they're like holding each other like when Regina Hall's doing like the voiceover for like the last part of the movie. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like we could all see it coming. Like it was very obvious. And then they're just like kind of together and there's like no explanation or it just kind of happens. And it's just strange because Malcolm D. Lee has always been so good with like showing relationships and describing relationships and sort of like having this really great interaction between the male and the female characters in the relationship. And this movie sort of like disconnects from and focuses a little bit more on the friendships, but I feel like he maybe writes the like relationships a little bit better. Yeah, I guess they, I mean, like I, I mean, I saw it Sunday, you saw it yesterday. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what they talked about in their scenes. Uh, I know that yeah. you could tell they were attracted to each other. I remember that much from like the first time they were in a scene together, but I yeah. don't specifically remember any of the. I, they, there are multiple scenes where they have conversations, but I don't really know what they were about. I don't know. Yeah, well, they had they had a uh, a scene at the uh, after like the neo concert, the House of Blues, where they're like backstage, and it's oh, just one on one. Him harassing him why he doesn't. Yeah, have like why yet. is he yeah, single? I'm whatever, and it's like. Yeah, it's a classic scene. Um, seen it a hundred times, like, you know, just waiting for the right girl if she were to appear, but the, the girl's actually in front of him, blah, 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 mm-hmm. which is fine. I And it was a good scene. It just it, – it's something that, like, when you're going to put them at the end together, like, it has to be earned. And them sort of changing so much between, like, fighting within the friendships, fighting with the husband, with the – with the should I accept this job, da, 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 da. Um, I just wish it was a little bit better. I, I mean, I, I really like the end when she's like giving a speech. I thought it was well written when she's like, you know, a lot of people are staying in relationships because they'd rather be disrespected than be alone. Da, da, da. I thought that was really good writing. It was very like um, topical. But um, I don't know. I just it's just one of those things where after like as much as I like Best Man and Best Man Holiday and Barbershop, I just wanted uh, another level to the movie that it didn't quite reach, I guess. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I I I almost agree with everything you said. I guess I just maybe I laughed a little more, and uh, I yeah, there was like three people in my theater, and I I laughed. Oh, see, I, I, laughed. I saw I saw it in a theater that was largely filled with the target demographic. If so, I would say that like that made it a more fun experience for sure, for sure. I like I when I saw Get Out, there was like tons of couples in there, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um. But like this movie, there was like nobody in there. And it's one of those things where like I'm smiling and I'm like, you know, I'm watching the movie and enjoying it. But it's something where when there's another person there, you might be like more willing to laugh aloud or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, that's that might have been why I did, because I just saw it like with a lot of people who were laughing a lot. And I just I laughed a lot. And I think I think I was just impressed when 
I laughed as much as I did. And on top of that, like some of the when some of the serious stuff does work in a movie, when I'm also yeah. able to laugh that much in the same time, I'm yeah. gonna come away from it uh, feeling pretty positive about my experience. Though I and I mean, like I I, I agree with what you said about Regina Hall with that. That almost uh, didn't bother me as much. I guess it, it maybe feels a little more fulfilling if you if you get to know the Lorenz Tate guy more and um, if Luke Cage has more fun with his role. Um, yeah. Uh, then like I then maybe it, then maybe I feel even more fulfilled. But I I, I left um, I left on a pretty big high I'd say for sure and um, and uh, yeah well, I mean uh, I, don't I know. definitely recommend it. It's a good movie. I just I I, I just think it's probably, the, probably, the, probably you're comparing the best. it to. Yeah, you're comparing, it to, yeah. you're comparing it to Rough Night, and I was comparing it to, like, Best Man, Best Man Holiday. So it was a little bit of, like, expectation value, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't even uh, – is there has there even been any comedies this summer? I don't even think I've updated my movie list in a while. I need to do that. I mean, like, I guess Rough Night, uh, The Big Sick. And, oh, this uh, is better than The Big Sick for sure. And I, I guess that's pretty much it. I mean, Baby Driver, but that – I mean, I think – like, I, like we said on that podcast, like that one was, I'd say Baby Driver is not even trying to be funny as much as it was yeah. trying to be fun. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, I guess I'm looking at my list of movies now and I mean, that's pretty much it. Guardian, uh, I'm actually looking at my list. I'm looking at our list of podcasts cause I don't have my yeah. movie list in front of me, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, no, there haven't really been that many and I don't really know if they're that many on the horizons like there just aren't yeah. as many comedies straight these straight days. comedies are kind of a dying breed there's they're more like rom-coms or action adventure comedies or superhero comedies at this point i feel like so i don't know but again this is a good movie i definitely recommend going to see it supporting everyone that's in it um malcolm dealey is already making the best man wedding so we can uh we can be excited about that in in a couple of years yeah, I'll see. I'll see Best Man Holiday before that for sure. You should. It's really good. You're gonna cry. Oh, jeez. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna cry. Um, but I assume you'd you'd recommend people go see this too. Yeah, I mean, and I, I would recommend like even though there's still like a lot of good movies that are probably by the time I mean, we're, this podcast will actually probably be posted soon after recording. So there's. Um, a lot of stuff coming out there's a lot of stuff out now and a lot of stuff in the next two weeks but i, I think if, if you can i'd recommend just like going to this on a friday night when you're more likely to watch it with more people because then you yeah you're, you're just gonna have a more communal fun experience like i did yeah. as opposed to anthony yeah for sure i'd agree with that um so yeah if you guys want to get in touch with us josh where can we find you on twitter uh, josh jernavoy j-o-s-h-j-u-r-n-o-v-o-y I'm at A Clambake, A K L A M B A K E. Our podcast Twitter is 52 and 52 pod. Podcast email is 52 and 52 pod at gmail.com. Thank you guys for listening. Let us know what you thought about Girls Trip, and we'll see you guys next time.